Hi guys, welcome to the Emmaus Road Youth Podcast. We're so excited to have you back for yet another amazing podcast. Um, today we're going to be looking at 2020 as a whole, reflecting on the year, which has been pretty chaotic, mm-hmm. yet trying to dig out the gold in it um, whilst we do so. And to do this today, we have got a very special guest, not Joel. We have got Natalie with us. <laughs> How are you guys doing? You doing well? Sorry, Joel. Didn't want to throw shade. That was a massive joke. I'll take it back. You're always a special guest. Come on. Come on. Um, Well, I mean, to get to know Nat a bit better, why don't we kick off with a question? And this is the question that I go to all the time. Whenever I meet a new person, this is it. This is not their name. This is it. And it is, if you could go bowling with any three people, who would you go with and why? Um, so do they need to be celebrities? Could it no, be anyone? I know you want to take oh. me, so it's fine. <laughs> well, you just took one of my options. Um, <laughs> um, oh gosh, if I was to go to bowling with three people, um, I would go with my goddaughter. Nice. Um, so I can spend a little bit more time with her and she's turning 10 on Christmas day. So Fun. good times. Um, I would go with who's who's like super fun. I think oh, this is going to be a bit of a cheat, but I think I would also go with Ant and Deck. That's because cool. they're just ridiculous. Oh, we can't. We'll, we'll class them one as person. One. Yeah, yeah. One oh, act. yeah. Let's do yeah. it. One entity. One entity. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think last person I would go with. I don't know why she pops to mind, but maybe Leona Lewis, what? because then she can just sing when I'm being victorious and it'll just be awesome. <laughs> I love your preempting your victory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you haven't I'm, met Anton Deck or Leona Lewis, uh, but you just know you're better at bowling than them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am the champion. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely love that. What about you, John? Um, I guess I would want to go bowling with... Um, Sir Alex Ferguson, the manager of Manchester mm-hmm. United for 26 years, wow. winningest manager in the history of the Premier League. Um, he'd just be awesome. I always get him mixed up. I support Man United. Uh, David Attenborough. Yeah, you know, the same people. Um, but the thing is, David Attenborough would be a legit second person to go bowling with. Like, spend an hour with him, he'd be awesome. That'd be great. He wouldn't have any facts, though. There's no animals in bowling. Yeah, but we don't have to talk about bowling, do you? Like, you don't talk about bowling when you go bowling. You talk about other things. Um, But I want him to commentate the whole game. Would he be as good? Yeah. Talking about bowling, (laughs) not animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be as good. He'd be as good. There's so many other people. Uh, I guess the first person that springs to mind, and this is very topical because he just won another fight, but Anthony Joshua, like... He's just a bit of a boss, isn't he? Like he lo- he's lost one fight his whole career. He's British. He's an absolute machine. Like having him around would be fun. These are just people I think I'd be quite interested to talk to to see what they're up to and how they live their life. Um, I reckon he's got like a mad routine, like crazy, like fitness schedule. I just want to see what that's like. David Attenborough, thanks for the second answer. I hope just be wisdom and Sarah's folks I just want to like he's just a cool guy he's got like an amazing autobiography so that's like I read that so that's like the closest thing to meeting him so yeah I guess that'd be three answers in no way is that an exclusive list it could go on forever I love that I genuinely love that that's really dope I 
did rethink about this question, so <laughs> this is going to be like off the top of my head. <laughs> Annie Mac's a winner because she's just got, she's just sick. <laughs> You're laughing. How many times just is like Annie Mac going to come out in this podcast? Do you know? <laughs> I reckon at least four. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll try and get it over. No, um, <laughs> fun fact uh, over the course of November, I listened to no, no lie about 56 hours worth of her shows. That's so bad, wow. isn't it? It's so Maybe. bad. It's because I was cutting down TV, so I was just listening to the radio. She's not even but, the best um, radio host. Yeah. Right, we're going to swiftly move on before I get enraged. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're all entitled to an opinion, just some are better than others. <laughs> Joking. No, Annie, ba- Annie Matt will be one. I'd also probably take, like, Taylor Swift, because her new album's dope. Um, come on. We've got to love a bit of Evermore. And then I'll probably take my brother because he'll just be absolute lols. Um, and he doesn't really agree with me absolutely loving Taylor Swift and Annie Mac. So that'd be quite interesting to see how he reacts in that situation. Mm. Um, Conflict that waiting to happen. I'll probably regret it. Yeah, I was going to say, I'll probably regret it 10 minutes in when he's like, oh, I don't like Annie Mac. I prefer Nick Grimshaw or something like that. I'll just, it would just be awkward. But they'll be my three people, I think. Um, but I don't even like bowling, so... I feel like we can dig a bit deeper. We can get to know each other just a bit more. And the best way to do that is to do some sort of competition, some sort of game. So I was thinking we've done Think Fast quite a lot, but I wanted to do something on a similar vibe just because it's like the first thing that pops into your head. It can get quite funny. Um, But this is going to be the word association game. You guys play it? I've played a version of it. Same. Mm. I played a version. A version. Well, I will say a topic, a a word, because it's called the word association game, hence the word. Um, and then you guys are going to go head to head in picking words that associate with that. Does I that make see. sense? Okay. Yes. Okay. So I might say bowling, <laughs> and John might go pins. Pins. <laughs> yeah, there we are. And Natalie might go ball. Ball. And then yeah, drive. exactly. Yeah. Then it comes back to me, and we go back and forth. It goes back to you. Okay. But it is quick fire, oh, so if no. you get it wrong, I'll interject, and if you take too long, you lose. So it's like speedy but accurate. Um, All right, I'm gonna lose this. Oh no, no, I, I don't wait. think you will. Joel. I'm quite excited. <laughs> I don't think you will. We'll start. Out, we'll start. We'll start. We'll start off easy. Don't worry, I'm not that mean. So um, okay, round Who's one. Going first? The word association game. Uh, Joel can go first. All right, I'll go first. Um, Thanks. Yeah, you go Need first. The yeah. Uh, <laughs> You said it. No. So the first topic is going to be, on the count of three, three, two, one, beach. Ball. Sand. Sea. Ah! <laughs> no! No! Yes! No! No! Right. After the podcast of Rooty, I'm actually going to take score this time. Oh, oh yeah. man. <laughs> she could have said towel. I know. I just oh. went blank. See, this is why Crap. I think... Joel, don't get too confident. Oh, I'm, I'm there now. I'm in, the, I'm in the zone. We've got some rounds. <sighs> okay. We've got some rounds. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? Is Natalie, Natalie going you're starting. Okay. Cool. Natalie's starting. Crisps. Salt and vinegar. Packet. Prawn cocktail. Beef and onion. Um, paprika. Salt and shake. Doritos. Pringles. Max. Twiglets. Um, po- ah, what are they called? No, no, it's gone. 
No. Ah! I was a bit like twiglets. Does that yeah, count? Yeah, I, I oh, worried yeah. about that. I was worried. I think I'm actually going to give it to Natalie. Yes. I've never been like, Mum, can I? Can you get me some crisps? And she's like, yeah, which one's twiglets? You know what I mean? She's like, what flavour? <laughs> so I'm actually, yeah. I was, we're, we're I was worried about that one because I don't think it should count. But I was speaking to someone. You know I was speaking to someone the other day, uh, and they were like, "Oh man, I love Twiglets." And I was like, "Of all the things to love, Twiglets." And they're like, "Yeah, man, Twiglets are great." And I was like, "Fair uh, enough." Like, I just never. Give but them I would have given it thought. to you, but your face was so unsure. Yeah. I, was like, I can't. <laughs> I genuinely <worried>. can't. <laughs> all right, we'll do. Uh, we'll, we'll see how far we go. Let's do another round, though. Okay. Um, Joel, your your turn to start. Okay. Are you ready? You guys prepped? Can I ask a question? I didn't. Do my word? Do the words I say have to associate every time with the original word or with the word that no. Natalie then says? With the word Natalie. Says. Okay, oh. I was I was associating all of mine with crisps. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Uh, well, we'll go from here on out. So associate with Sorry, the word that it, you've just heard. The last word oh, said. Man. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. It changes it. But I won't penalise you if it doesn't fit or it does fit into the original. Okay. So. Just roll off the, the last word said. Okay. okay, so the next topic. Joel, you're starting right. here. Are you sure you're ready? No. Jesus help. Three, two, one. Emmaus Road. Um. <laughs> Pray. No, 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 no. Too long. Wow. This is really bad. Guys. The first thing. You heard it here first. <laughs> or didn't hear it. You didn't hear anything. <laughs> I need to explain. The first thing that popped to my head, so we were in checking this morning, we were sharing all about highlights, and everyone talked about their, one of their main highlights being Into the Light, the album. And so the first thing that popped to my head was Peter Burton. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. And I was like, I can't say that. And then I stumbled. <laughs> I would have been right you there. Could. I would have given it to I you, know, just out of humour. That would have like, been that's not a good one. Funny. Like, Peter's great. I love Peter's bits, but in in, in, in word association game, I feel like I could go with a better answer than someone's names. So then I was like, pray. Can we go again? Can we do that one again? Yeah, yeah let's go again. Let's go, Natalie, to start. Just to, Man, to make that's sure we get at least one word associated to the church we all work for. Okay. <laughs> that's embarrassing. <laughs> it's funny. All right, Natalie, on the count of three. One, two, three. Emmaus Road. Obey. Pray. Play. Values. Kids and youth. Worship team. Into the light. Um, guitars. Piano. Uh, cajon. Uh, guitar. Oh, no, you said guitar. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That was better. Uh. <laughs> we just ended up listing off instruments. <laughs> yes. I love that. I absolutely love that. I love the fact you call it a cajon, not a box drum. It's very classy. It's, a, it's not a cajon. It's a cajon. Sure, sure. Ca- um. very, I've got many a Spanish friend who is who are very um, very particular about that cajon. Oh. Okay. Yeah, because cajon okay, we'll in Spanish... Means we roll with stuff like this. A word you shouldn't say in English. Just oh, Joel, this is PG, mate. That's why I didn't say you it. You need to pipe down. Oh, okay, let's go. We're gonna do. I mean, unfortunately, Joel has taken the lead, but I'm going to deduct a point because he failed to mention what? something about his church. Um, and I think that should just be penalised. So, Liberty. for this, is basically 
Well, actually, it's not. He's still going to win, technically. But winner takes all. <laughs> Deadlock challenge. Okay. I'm ready. Oh, you ready? Oh, no, I need a topic. Um, okay. I like this one. <laughs> we'll see how the true colours shine. Who went last last time? Was it Natalie? Natalie. Yes. Yeah, Natalie went first. Joel, please don't forget anything about this one. Are you ready? Hope and Dre. Uh, Annie Mac. Wonderful. Kanye West. Uh, oh, Sunday Choir. Yeezys. Kim Kardashian. Oh, America. <laughs> uh, Biden. The... <laughs> uh, leaders. States. Uh, San Francisco. <laughs> Texas. Iowa. Virginia. Waters. Virginia Waters, which is a place in Surrey. Um, um, oh, I was, I was actually going to say Surrey. Ah, I'm sorry, sorry. I ruined it. I didn't think you'd know. I loved that. We went all around the world in that Yeah, it was round. great. <laughs> I'm, I mean, for Hope and Drea, like, I'm very... So international, Hope. ...travelled. I am. Ah, see, I was going to say Croydon. 24 Croydon. Because Croydon is Surrey. Is it? Yeah. What? Technically, I it was well, in London. Well, Hang on. it's on the border. So technically, parts of Croydon is Surrey. Yeah. But it's still on the um, oyster. It's still in the oyster region, but it's Surrey. Man, we're, we're learning lots today. East Croydon yeah. Station. Lots and lots of stuff. I used to go through East Croydon Station all the time. And then I moved to Woking and don't get on trains anymore. So, mm. fun fact. Sounds like great fun. It was. Um... <laughs> No, I love that. I think that was really fun. I feel like we had some good moments in that. And we learnt yes. a lot about the beach and Emmaus Road and Peter Burton. Hope and Drea and Chris. <laughs> Peter Burton. Um, <laughs> I knew as I said that you were going to start laughing. I should have left it. I should have left it. Okay, so <laughs> before everything goes off the rails, um, I think we should share a bit of context of what this podcast is actually about. Because when we say 2020... That is actually a huge topic when you think about all of the things that have covered, mm. not covered, happened in this year. Um, and I think that's, well, it says exactly why we should do a podcast about it, actually, to have time to reflect, um, to come up with some practical ways we can actually just spend a little bit of time even by ourselves after the podcast or during the podcast to be like, okay, what has happened this year? Because initially I found when I asked myself that question, it was all negative and I had to really dig deep to find some positives out of it. And actually, from doing so, from reflecting, I was like, I've actually had a really, po- like, I put a really positive spin on this whole year. Um, and I feel like that's why we need to do a whole conversation about it. Why we should do a podcast at the end of the year to tie everything up to be like, all right, let's take some time to reflect and look at actually what God's done, what we've uh, conquered, what we've gone through, what we've uh, been challenged with and how we've overcome stuff. Um, and yeah, take some time to just reflect on that. So in that, I think it would be good to kick off with like a positive. What has been your highlight of 2020? I can go first on this one. I've got a great highlight. Sure, and sure. I completely forgot about it this morning when we were talking about highlights at our like, staff meeting this morning. But um, what feels like ages ago is I went to Israel at the start of the year. Um, I got to spend two weeks out there. We spent a week in Jerusalem um in just outside the city and we spent a week up um, by the sea of galilee 
uh, which was unbelievably picturesque and you can get like boat rides on like on the Sea of Galilee and stuff like that and as a Christian it obviously has a, like a bigger impact to me when I go to a place like that not only is it like a stunning country um, like it is really pretty the, the culture of Jerusalem as a city is amazing and it's just it's it's stunning there's also a massive um there's also a lot of interest around it like politically at the moment and trying to understand that and trying to work that out and trying to um just trying to yeah understand what's going on and um learn more about who they are and what they're about as a country but then also historically um what that country's like for me as a christian knowing that like jesus walked in that country like he he journeyed through jerusalem like there are certain things in that city which he saw and he touched as a person like there's so many different monuments which are dedicated to different things that have happened through Jesus' life and although not all of them are actually like real as in like they're not the actual place where Jesus was trialed or Jesus was crucified they're really good um symbols and pictures and it gives you an amazing idea of what those places were actually like because obviously you know 2,000 years has passed and a lot of that stuff is buried underneath the um like underneath the current city um, so that was an incredible trip. Also, the food is unbelievable. Like, it has got to be the country with the best food I've ever been to. Um, what was the food? So there's a lot of um, kebab-style food, like like doner kebabs and, like, chicken shawarmas um, and a lot of rice and then a lot of falafel and salad. And I don't know, like, I, don't know I try to make it at home, it's not the same, like, but on by themselves, I, I they're not. It's not overly appealing, but put it together in like a massive pitta or a wrap, and it's just unbelievable. Quick, really, really quick story is we were driving down this little street, and we were really, really hungry. I'm talking like a back street where there's about a bajillion cars, like traffic, like traffic's horrendous, right? And we're driving down, and our hotel was literally right there because it was like down a back street. And so we we passed this restaurant, and this restaurant was literally a guy with like a massive wok just sitting in this like derelict building like derelict building and we were like probably wouldn't want to get food from there because like it looks horrible like it just looked unclean it looked terrible and so like two days passed and we were in a cab and we were talking to the cab driver and he drove past he went if you want the best falafel in jerusalem you've got to go in there and i was wow. like i was like you're joking right he's like no 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 go in there go in there so we were like, all right, we're going to give it a go. We're going to go. We took this guy, got chatting to this guy over the shop. He's like, yeah, like, I don't own it, but it's shelter. So, like, I can, you know, cook here. And he, like, we said, we'll have, he, he just, he didn't really speak English. Like, we just got this. And eventually he knew the word sandwich. He was like, do you want a sandwich? Do you want a sandwich? And he gave us this pizza for like 40p, this like massive pizza. And it, oh my word, it was unbelievable. Like, the best falafel wrap I've ever had from like a derelict, wow. burnt out building with a guy with a massive wok. It was unbelievable. Loved it. And he was cool, so we went back to him every day. <laughs> That's so good. But does it compare to Meet the Greek? Better. 100% better. Uh, I feel like I have to be there to believe well, it. I, have, I had to agree with Joel on this one. Because I have also, not this year, but I have also been to Israel and the food is just amazing. Come on. Did Actually, you go to the guy in the derelict building? I, is this a, a I know, I need to. I need to find out where this place is. Joel, you need to hook we'll, me up. We'll chat up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Probably did, um, in fairness. Well, <laughs> it is a big city. I, I so. Don't think so. <laughs> I'm just going to say a funny story before I say my highlight for this year. Um, <laughs> we, so um, I went for a church uh, 
kind of like an excursion when we went to Israel back in, I think it's 2014 now. Um, so, you know, we had breakfast at a hotel and everything and there was salad. So I put all of the salad on my plate and there was this pepper that I just thought, oh, okay, you know, regular pepper. Hottest thing I have ever <laughs> had. To kick off the day. <laughs> to kick off First the day. Thing. I was like, what is, why is my tongue hurting right now? I drank <gasps> as much water as I could. And then someone was just like, no, have yogurt or milk. And I, I'm sure it took at least half an hour wow. for ah. the heat to go. I was like, okay, just never again. Not that spe- specific You only pepper. learn that lesson once. Yep. Yep. Oh, man. What's your highlight then, Nat? My highlight has... Um, so, um, my highlight, which I also thought about after the staff meeting, actually, this is my highlight. Um, it was my sister's 25th back in July. So, we were at my mum's house and my niece, who um, is now like a year and a bit old, she was just crying and crying and crying. So, I entered the house and everyone was just like, you know, we can't stop her from crying. I think that's how it happened. Um, and when people would try to pick her up, she was just like, no, but I, <laughs> I kind of like forcefully like picked her up and like cuddled her and I was like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. Within like 10 seconds, she stopped crying. Come on. No. Every, I was just like, huh. so good. and she hasn't seen me for months, but yeah, I Come managed on. to. <laughs> I love them moments. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. So that's that it. is that, so good. That was my highlight. And the fact that um, I think I had a video chat with her one time and she like blew a kiss to me. And I was oh, like, that's oh. So good. That's so cute. Yes. That is so cute. Um, my highlight. Yeah, come on, Hope. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say it now. <laughs> um, <laughs> we all share a Google Doc and preempt all of our answers to make sure we're on the same page. Um, and now <laughs> I know that everyone knows what mine is. <laughs> No, secrets out, it doesn't matter. Um, I went to see, I went to an Animat conference. That's two, that's two. You said it as three. well though, so technically it's three. Um, in, uh, it was literally like the week before lockdown and I'm so glad because it was just, it was such a good conference, it was really cool. Um, and I, I go to the toilet and um, it was like unisex toilets. It was this amazing light building. And I met, like, Joseph Davies, who's, like, this incredible... He's, like, the CEO of Universal, like, um, record label, um, which is pretty cool. And I was like, oh, dope. I've met him in the queue to the toilet. But I'm not going to lie. As I walked out the toilet, I saw Annie Mac, and I literally, like, froze. I don't fangirl, but I proper did, mate. Like, I just froze. I was like, all right! My voice went so high. It went so high. And I just literally turned around and walked the other way. And she looked so confused. I was just like, don't turn around. Don't turn back. Just walk out the building. So I walked out the building and came back through the entrance. And uh, it was probably the highlight of my year. Um, (laughs) Big moment. (laughs) That's how good this year's been. Yeah, it was great. It's really cool. I love the radio. So that was just a massive highlight. Um, But yeah, also probably super embarrassing. And so I want to know for our final, like, getting to know each other question... What has been your highlight of the youth podcast of 2020? Because it's been dope. It's been so good. It has been good, hasn't it? Yeah, I was going to say the, the gargle game. Episode <laughs> <laughs> <So> one. <laughs> it just made me laugh so much. I was like, um, I don't know if I could do this. And I think, oh, I can't remember. I think at one point, Jazz just couldn't. She just... No. That is a th- we've had so many... We've had so many things. Like, 
even on the live stream with me and Tandy are trying to do it as well. I just can't do it. Joel's pretty good, but we're just shocking me bad. I think mine actually, Joel, was when um we were, po- were on the podcast with Rooty, and um you were talking about eating a trifle. Like you ate, you smashed out a whole trifle, and I I don't know why. Listening back to it, I was so thick in that moment. I was like, you ate the trifle in the shop. That's stealing. <laughs> <laughs> like I just yeah, I completely blacked out at that moment. I think. Um, yeah, but that was just genuinely so funny. I could smash what a whole Um I, I think my highlight would probably be. I mean, it's difficult to pick just one highlight, but I think probably the one that encapsulates the most for me would have been the series two, the last episode of series two, which where we did a flashback episode. And so in mm-hmm. series two, we did um, like conversations with loads of different people. So we did a conversation with. Isway, we did a conversation with uh, my friend Ali. Um, we did a conversation with uh, an, a lady called Sarah who runs a massive organisation called It's a Penalty and they try and stop um, human trafficking around major sporting events. We did a conversation with Danny Gregg and his time in YWAM. Um, and I've done the thing where I started making a list but definitely can't finish the list because I can't remember all of them. But we did, we basically did, uh, we did one with Joe Callender about like living ethically. And then as the last, we'd like a flashback to like our favourite moments. And then we picked out some of like the best moments from each podcast and sort of broadcast it as one. Um, So I think that's probably my favourite one just because it encapsulates sort of the best moments of an entire series Mm. and puts them out in one one episode. Oh, we did a conversation with my friend um, Aaron, um, who is a spoken word artist. And um, he did like an amazing bit of spoken word for us live on... um, live on the podcast and if you haven't like listened to that it's so powerful um so go and give that a listen it's, yeah, it's some really amazing poetry and it like has a has a meaning it has a topic it's really really good um so go and check that out but yeah, yeah we kind of good. put it all together in one episode and then release that as an episode so that's probably my favorite um moment definitely plug that if anyone's like doesn't know where to start because we've got like three series of like big Mayor's road youth podcast go and check that one out um because I, I guess it encapsulates everything um the best bits which is so cool but i mean you probably know that 2020 hasn't been all so easy it's been a little bit tricky a bit chaotic a bit uncertain at times so i guess like um a good question as well when reflecting this year as we go deeper into this is what's been the hardest part of 2020 and like why um yeah nat could you kick us off yep um, I know that it's kind of like the hardest part. I've got, I've kind of got two. So mm. the um, first one is that not being able to see my family in London as much as I could have. Um, like we, I wasn't going down like every single weekend, but I think there was just that fact that that opportunity is taken away from you. Um, so mm. I was just like, that's that's just that's rude, COVID. That's yeah. just rude. Why mm. just? First of all, go away, but obviously it's still here and whatnot. Um, but th- that was super hard for me. And um, especially not being able to see as much of my niece's development as I would have liked. Um, that mm. I think that was probably the hardest part about not seeing my family. Um, and I think the second thing for me, apart from, you know, just the effects that COVID has had on people... Um, I guess the whole conversation to do with race, um, that has Mm. been such a, I mean, there's been some really, really good conversations, but it has been such a weight and something that 
I'm still processing. Like in the in the past when stuff has happened, um, um, like when you get reports from America or you see articles about, you know, how racism has affected people in the UK, I think I tended to try to shut it off because it was just too much. But yeah. I think with us all being at home and having to take notice about, um, you know, Ahmad Arbery and Breonna Taylor and then George Floyd, um, it just there was just like such a weight and a heaviness um and even though like I said conversations have been good actually there were times I actually had to say no to people who would come to me just to say look I really want to understand more about racism especially in the UK mm. and because there are some things that I didn't even know myself yeah. um mm. so yeah I think that was a that was really hard for me yeah, like that heightened awareness and expectation, like that is a lot. It's heavy as well, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think one of mine. There's so many, um, and we won't go into all of them, otherwise it becomes super depressing. But one of them um, is the, the constant uncertainty of stuff. Like it's super fatiguing. Um, like there's a lot that that word fatigue has been. I think is summed up 2020, hasn't it? Like Zoom um isolation um and again like i think this uncertainty of not knowing what's happening and when and then the sudden changes that you just didn't preempt and and that can be really tiring um and like i'm a type of person that doesn't mind not being in the loop with certain things like what i need to know fair enough but if i don't need to know it or i'm not going to be any help in that situation and i don't i don't want to take on any more than i can because that's that's just my character trying to self-preserve I guess but like this year it's almost like there's this expectation of the world to be in the loop with everything to understand what's going on all the time and I guess it's similar to what you were saying Natalie like you're you're super aware of stuff and you can't you kind of can't get away from it um not that you you should want to like isolate yourself from issues that's not what I'm saying I'm saying actually sometimes there's just loads of information in your face all the time um and that's really hard to cope with sometimes. So I think that's something I've been really struggling with mm. over 2020. Mm. Yeah. What about you, Joel? Yeah, mine's mine's very similar. Like, I have really struggled with the uncertainty about um, what the future's going to look like. And when I say future, I mean, like, the short-term future. Like, this idea that back in mm. April, we didn't know what June was going to look like. And right, like, now in November, we don't know what January's going to look like. Like, that whole... Um, uncertainty of what the short-term future is going to look I very much like to operate within very set boundaries like if someone sets mm. me a task I'm like okay what's the parameters what exactly do you want and then I'll do it and I'll do it to the best of my ability and I'll often do an amazing job at like stuff whatever it is but just have there's there's really no like there's no rules anymore like with loads of stuff with like exams being like cancelled <laughs> like as a, mm -hmm. if I was a sick former like I'd be okay with like knowing, do you know what? Everything could happen around me, but if I, you know, I've got my exams, I'm going to revise for those exams, I'm going to smash them. But like now they're even cancelled. So as a sixth one, like, what do you work for? What do you do? Like, obviously everyone's asking those questions personally with themselves. Mm -hmm. And I, I just really struggle with the, un, the uncertainty of um, what the short term future is going to look like. And also, like another thing which is similar, um, but a little bit different is this the removal of certain milestones throughout the year. I've actually found really difficult. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely live for those things. Um, yeah, just um, so like Christmas is a massive one, and, and we still we're, we're still really fortunately we get we you know Christmas doesn't stop. Jesus still came 
to earth that doesn't stop but like the whole holiday and seeing your family and that's all different um that's going to be difficult but then in the summer like we didn't as like Emmaus Road Youth we didn't go away like we usually go to Soul Survivor we didn't get to go anywhere this year that's a Mm -hmm. massive thing for me or like wildfires back in like May well that's a big milestone throughout the year and like we didn't get that and um me and Tandia have this little tradition of on bonfire night we go to Brockham bonfire and it's like amazing it's massive it's like the biggest firework display in England like on fireworks night it's huge and it's literally around the corner it's in Surrey and we didn't get to go like and it's just one of those things which I really look forward to just like we're taking away and I had to find enjoyment in other areas and I have and that's been mm. great but it has been hard yeah no totally I hear that um so like we've all just come up with some big topics and, and personal ones as well of what we struggled with over 2020 so another question is how do we reflect on this this hard time in order to see the good in it mm. Mm. um like that can be really challenging yeah, yeah. joe you up for kicking yeah off? i i feel like i've developed um like a little, little routine with that and this year has been like really difficult and i imagine everyone who's listening has got their own personal stuff which you know they wouldn't talk to loads of people about that has made it even harder um like i'm sure all three of us have our own stuff that you know we're dealing with um and I found that just coming at it from a space of gratitude is like the best attitude mm. to have. Um, like that no matter what happens, no matter what goes wrong, no matter what upsets us, no matter what, not just upsets us, but actually devastates us, remembering that God's there through it all uh, and and being thankful to God for that. Like mm. that almost defiant attitude of I'm not going to be put down by this, but I'm actually going to give thanks to to god and so my little trick at the moment is um i love music and i love falling asleep to music um and so i've got one song which has been on repeat for about six months uh, and that's a song called gratitude by guy brandon lake um and it's just a really good song and my like thinking there and like is just the last thing i hear when i go to sleep and like as i'm sort of in my most my mind at its most vulnerable i suppose like do you know what i mean it's completely shut off the last thing I do in that moment is, you know, I want to be fill it. I want to fill it with like praise. I want to fill it with gratitude, um, and it's definitely that's definitely helped. Mm, that's good. What about you, Nat? Um, for me, um, I would say journaling has helped when I've been able to be consistent with it. Um, but um, <laughs> just being able to write down like. Because some sometimes I just get so in my head that I can't form the emotions that I'm feeling in words, and it's just all muggy. Yeah. But when I um when I actually take some time to sit down and to write down my thoughts, I just find that everything flows, and then it just means that my head is so much lighter, and yeah. then I can kind of like close my journal and just move on. Um, I've also found the Psalms super helpful. Mm. Um, so the series that we did on the highlands and lowlands of faith was just, it was so good. Just the fact that we can look at the Psalms and even when we can't find the words ourselves, look to them and be like, okay, this is kind of what I'm feeling. Let me use these words and apply that to, um, yeah. to how um, I'm feeling. Um, and actually just on, just off um, one of the points that you made about um, hope about sometimes disconnecting from what from all of the information like not that we should want to but actually I found that having social media breaks has been super helpful yeah because just feed as soon as something bad happens like everyone's story is the same I'm like ah 
just need to disconnect. So I found that super helpful to actually take a step back, turn that off and then just reflect on everything that's been going on without yeah. the noise of social media. No, totally. No, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I know Joel's taking a break as well. Like, I think that's definitely something healthy to implement throughout the year is like, whatever takes up your most time. Even like for me, it's radio as well. Like, I fill my time with radio as well as Instagram. Um, so like taking breaks to pockets of stuff that can be replaced with prayer time or journaling or just like time to just sit down and chill um, can be really helpful. But I think like, I want to take what you're just talking about the psalm there now. And then um, with this question, uh, when we can't think of anything good or positive, what can we do to find the good in stuff? Um, like what came to mind was, I think it's the same psalm, but Psalm 100 um, verse four, like enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. And um, like what Joe was just saying, like entering like each situation and um, whether it's you're just like feeling down and actually choosing to step into um, praising God, thanking him, reflecting on what is good. Um, I just find it really helpful to list things like list things I'm thankful for and grateful for. Um, and like starting with the small things, the harder I find it to pick out the good in situations, the smaller I start. So it might be I'm sitting down trying to be thankful mm. and in my intent, I'm just like, all right, what is around me that I'm thankful for? I've got a really good cup of coffee in my hands. Thank you. Like, thank you, God, for that. I've got my parents in the next door, like next door to me. Thank you, God, for them. Thank you for the roof over my head. And it might go deeper, like, oh, thank you for the community I have with my collective or thank you for my job. Or it might go even deeper, like, oh, thank you for that answer, like that little answer to prayer that happened last week when I was struggling with this and, and you provided this. And I think like, yeah, that's something I really, really enjoy doing, like picking small things and then working up bigger um, and listing them to thank him. Is there anything you've got that for like how to pick up the good? Pretty much the same as you. Um, I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I remember a time when um, I was actually looking for work. I think I was out of work for about four months. So that was like yeah. years ago. But I was just in such a bad mood that day. And I literally had to like look around my room and be like, okay, thank you for that shoe. Thank you for that umbrella. Thank you for the <laughs> wall. <laughs> thank you for the curtain. And then it just... then it just turned into like deeper gratitude. And yeah. then I actually just found myself that that weight of like heaviness just being lifted just by praising God for the smaller things and then it um, getting into the bigger things. So yeah, I would basically mm. say the same as you. Yeah, good. no, it's good. It's good. And Joel, um, why, <laughs> big question, why is it important that we look at hard times with a positive attitude? Like, why should we do it? Why shouldn't we just dwell in our mm. misery? <laughs> I think that there's... I think because there's always something to learn. Like, mm. there's always... Um, there's always a lesson that God might be trying to teach us in a moment that is difficult. Like, if we read through the Bible, there's, like... God never promises that he's going to take away the bad stuff that's going to happen to us. Like, God doesn't say that he's going to take away suffering but he does promise that he's going to be there with us through those times. And so like, we're going to go through difficult times. That's inevitable. Um, mm. But the question I always ask myself is how is God going to grow my mind and my heart through that? Like that's an amazing question to ask. And so we might learn something about the world. Um, you know, we might learn something about um, 
how the world responds or um, what certain people think about certain things. And uh, we might learn the correct way to do something. Like we've, we've all done things wrong over the past year. And, you know, by making mistakes and actually being embarrassed or feeling bad about that, we learn how to change our behaviour. And that's a great outcome. Uh, don't look at the negative, look at the good. But then also we might learn things about ourselves. Like personal growth is um, really important. And so what can we learn? What might be God teaching us about ourselves? He might be teaching us about um, our character or our relationship with him, our intimacy with God. He might be trying to take us to a new level um, with that. And he might be trying to teach us where our blind spots are in our own like mind, in our mm. own lives. Like there are certain things which as people we just don't see. Uh, and sometimes we need to, um, it need, things need to be difficult for us to see into those and to remove those blind spots. And so we can look at the bad stuff and the negative stuff that happens and the, 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 tr- the troubles and the trials that we go through. And we can focus on the, the pits of despair, like the lowest point, or we can agree to go with God on the journey through them and see where he leads us through and see where he leads us on the other side. And that's really difficult when you're in the middle of it. It really is. Um, like I'm not, not going like, to dismiss that at all. But, you know, we believe that Jesus is with us and God's with us and that he is leading us through that. And so, yeah, what can we learn is the question I ask myself in those really tough times. That's really cool. I love that. Nat? Um, I guess just to uh, bounce off of Joel, also just um, the fact that like a positive attitude just keeps our eyes fixed on Jesus. Um, and it just mm. reminds me of like Psalm one, 121 um, where it says, I will lift up my eyes to the hill so from where comes my help. It comes from the Lord. Um, and actually just now I, I was, I just had like had a little, a little bit of a glance and there's a bit um, in, in verse number six, which says the sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. Mm. and just how sometimes we feel like that is going to happen like ah god you're gonna strike me and you're gonna make everything dark because i've done something wrong but actually Mm. god is our help and he will never leave us nor forsake us so when we focus on the positive things and we even just focus on scripture that just helps us to get our minds out of the darkness of the situation and actually just look at it at a more positive light so yeah yeah that's really good that's really good i think like something that um we can sometimes fall into is like not it's replacing looking at the bad with something like as an end goal so we just forget about the moment we're in does that make sense like instead of just dwelling on on the rubbish we can just ignore it and like put a goal post in place like i'm living for that moment living for 2021 like that has become such a saying this year like 2021 bring it on and there is really cool truth in that living um and working towards a goal um to see something happen to change but actually like to rely on that can become really unhealthy yeah um and so looking forward to like what i would say normality is not necessarily good for us like there's this lot of talk like when covid's over when it gets back to normal like it's all going to be well and truly good but like what is normal like now like what actually is normal like i can often use pursuing normality as this excuse for not trying to see the good in today Mm. um and become like so transfixed on the future that i'm not even present in the moment um and so like how how can we how can we fix that like how can we yes have an end goal move towards stuff but not get transfixed on this idea of normality in the future um joe why don't you kick us off yeah i think 
I'd be excited to break the mold. Like the world is changing. Like society is changing, and it's changing all the time. But uh, it's it's been catalyzed. That's happened quicker this past year. Like everyone's had to adapt really quickly and change the way we look at things, change mm-hmm. the way we do things. Uh, even to the po- like to the point where you had to change the way that we educate kids and young people. Like schools closed. So I think every, like fundamentals in society, like things we thought we took for granted changed and a lot of the time that's a good thing like change isn't bad um change is good and there's going to be some things which will go back to how exactly how they were before but there's actually a lot of stuff which i hope doesn't go back to the way it was before and that's the same with everything Mm. that's happened this year not just covid like there's been so many different ways and changes that have happened in society and there's, there's a lot of areas where I hope it doesn't go back to what it was like before because things need to change. Like, there's a lot of social justice issues, like climate change, like it's become a, a massive thing and the way that we view and use our world is changing. And so, and I hope that doesn't go backwards. I hope back to normal. I hope it moves on to a better. And so what I would say is yeah. like, the reason that I don't want, I don't want to look forward to normality, well, it's not necessarily good for us, is because I would just be excited to break the mould. We have an opportunity That's to dream so big mm-hmm. and we have an opportunity to change the world for the better. So let's like take hold mm-hmm. of that opportunity. Like let's not let things go back to the way things were because that's the way we did them. Let's actually really think, why was it like this? And should this change and can we make it better? Like I definitely think we can, we can do that. And so, and that's actually the great, the really exciting thing is that's on the young people of today. Like, that's an incredible yeah. that's really scary and if you're listening to this and you're like man i don't want that responsibility yeah that's a little bit scary but it's also an incredible like, opportunity like you can shape the world for the better like that's going to be on you um on you guys listening so like pray into that and be like and take hold of it and grasp it and be like yeah run with it because that's awesome and like we're here to help you with that and we want to cheer you on because ultimately you guys are going to be amazing um that are listening to this so yeah that's what i would say to that question Yes. I love that. <laughs> so that good. is my highlight of the podcast, <laughs> 2020. I genuinely love that. That's just got me rallied. You know them, like, moments in life where you're like, yeah, this is what I'm living for. Like, come on, more of that. Um, Nat, what about you? Um, I, So the main thing that comes to mind when it comes to, like, not looking forward to like normality it's just that god is always working and shifting um and like yeah. isaiah forty three nineteen comes to mind where it says you know behold i do a new thing and then also like in matthew nine seventeen, where it says like pour in new wine into old wine skins and yeah. actually why that's not a good thing um i mean mm-hmm. i think in that in that context it was a little bit different but um the i think the one thing that i got out of that is that actually if we're trying to put um, if we're trying to put normality into something that God is doing that is new, we're not going to be able to receive it properly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And just like in my study Bible, it said something about how, you know, when we follow Christ, we must be prepared to um, live in new ways, um, look at people in new ways and to serve in new ways. But if mm-hmm. we're constantly looking at normality, then it just robs us from what God is trying to do now. Um, and one of the questions that I have been asking myself over the last 
couple of months I actually heard it in the song is like God what are you saying now like what are you teaching us now and what are you using this time to grow in me so um yeah I I just think that if we focus so much on normality and going back to the way that things were we just miss out on the gems that God is trying to put in us Mm. so good so good I love that as well that's my new highlight of the podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. <Jill. laughs> All good stuff. What we've learned is I just changed my mind. Um, <laughs> no, do you know what? Like, that has been my favourite question. Like, just gets me so excited. Like, yeah, come on, let's dream for bigger, let's better, let's be the game changers and living and change for God. Like, absolutely love that. It's so good. Um, so I know I've just said, like, let's not rely on our... Uh, longing for normality but with this idea of yeah we want to step into what god's doing now what is changing for good um what are you dreaming for for 2021 like i know it's a massive question like um not longing for normality but longing for this this progression like what what is it you want to see in 2021 either of you can kick off um i don't mind starting um So I think my answer has changed now. Um, I think I am looking forward to seeing the ways that God is going to move in 2021. Um, mm. I think especially with like all of the stuff, all of the different injustices that have been kind of like shown to us this year, I'm just excited to see you know, the upheaval of all of that and actually how God is going to restore lives. Um, and also, yeah, I think just seeing how, I guess, God will move in my life as well. Um, I think mm. not just aside of all of the stuff that's been happening on a wider sphere, like personally this year has been pretty tough but I have seen like even when I was on furlough for like was it 10 weeks or something like that um just seeing the growth that um I've been on with God and the journey that I've been on I'm just looking forward to what else he's got in store for next year so Mm. yeah that's so cool loving it um Joel what about you there's lots I'm looking forward to um about next year um I think the opportunity to the opportunity that coming out of coronavirus is going to give us to be better, like I sort of talked about that a minute ago, is, is really exciting. Uh, and to do things in a new way. Um, yeah, I guess coming out of that last question is just shaping sort of what I'm, yeah, I guess I'm looking forward to. Um, and just having, being able to act on those opportunities, which I feel like the end of this year, it's been quite stuttery, stop starty. Like we were sort of allowed to come out of lockdown a bit in the summer and then, um, September was a lot of fun and then November's been really locked down again and we sort of like we felt like we stepped backwards and I guess I mean in January it might, nothing might have changed but in 2021 you know we're praying that things will get better and we can start to put into act action I guess the vision that God's given us this year uh, that's for like mm. for, for us at Emmaus Road Youth I think that's really exciting um, like all the things we're praying for and longing for like we can start to action what that might look like um but then personally i am i am looking forward to uh like going abroad on holiday if we can again like that would be great i'd love that um or like 
being able to just go and see my mum and dad on a Saturday and not have to worry about giving them um, coronavirus because, you know, I'm not quite sure because um, I've been out a lot. Do you know what I mean? Just those little worries and niggles that happen mm-hmm. every day. Um, I am looking forward to those being a non-issue in the future. Um, I also, I completely agree with the fact we should wear masks uh, at most of the time when we're around other people, but I do find them quite uncomfortable. So I'm looking forward to the day when masks are no longer required. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Love that, a whole array. Yeah, a whole array, array of... Such a variety. It's like a selection box of answers, really isn't it? Pick your favourite. Yeah, no, <laughs> love it. It's like pick and mix. Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I, if I've seen anything, if I've observed anything over 2020, um, it's this like, this is probably primarily to do with youth, because um, I've spent most of my time with them, um, is like this undying hunger like for community for serving um for worship um and that just really gets me excited but i'm so stoked to see what has been birthed in an isolated year of like limitations suddenly being released into the world (laughs) like if this is what's happened over this year next year's gonna be amazing Mm. like i cannot wait to see them like example our our youth tech team like shout out they're legends they're so good they've served some of them have served every day since we started doing not every day every sunday since we started doing um our youth live stream every day you know (laughs) every day more than us no (laughs) like with our youth live stream with our social media like it's incredible to see that that volunteer heart like being birthed and being like that fire being stoked in them so that ne- next year it's not just okay how can we better it for our Amish Red youth actually how can we now serve other ministries how can we serve the older congregation how can we serve um like we're already serving the kids team in some respect so like that's so cool like I cannot wait to suddenly see other ministries being like where were these guys are like oh we were serving it was just we were isolated to our own ministry this year and 2021 we just want to give like that's gonna be so cool um and even to see them like going back into schools where there isn't so much limitation where they can um be able to like socialize and do community really well with their friends like that's gonna be really cool to see as well um so yeah i'm just ready i'm ready for that open up the gates let them out (laughs) no it's gonna be good um i i mean it's always good to finish with prayer that's something I've learned as well over 2020. Um, so, Nat, would you be up for praying for us and the youth, um, whoever's listening to this podcast? Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. Jesus, we thank you so much for your presence. We thank you that you are the King of Kings mm. and the Lord of Lords, and we can continue to look to you. We thank you, Father God, that even though this year has been um it's been painful it's been traumatic it's been a lot of other things it's also been beautiful there have been Mm. real gems and real golds and real silver linings that we have seen and um i just thank you father god that you have helped us through processing the mixed emotions and um you've been there to help us in situation in all our situations and we pray father god that as we look ahead to Christmas, but also stay in um, our day-to-day and stay in the present, that we would experience even more of you. 
I pray, Father God, that mm. you would help us to have, um, that you would increase our passion to read your word, to spend times with just you, just your presence, with nothing else around us and no distractions. Um, and that we would just keep our eyes focused on you, the author and the finisher of our faith, and the one that we can trust and the one that who sustains us, our saviour. We thank you, Father God, um, also for this podcast. I thank you so much for everyone who has been on. I thank you for um, Joel and Hope at this time and also for Jazz as well um, and everyone who has been on and the way that um, this team has just served everybody who has been listening and has brought some amazing content out and by no doubt has changed the lives of some of the listeners, even if they haven't heard it themselves i just thank you father god for the changes that have happened and the seeds that have been sown yeah. um so father god i just pray that there would be even more in 2021 that there would be an abundance and that um each and every one of the episodes would continue to have your spirit and that you would continue to speak through um everyone who is involved in jesus name amen 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 come on thanks guys that was fun Thank really you. cool. I love that. No, thanks so much for joining me and Joel and um, sharing your wisdom. Um, I nearly forgot that word. <laughs> <laughs> and also, most importantly, thank you guys for listening, whether it's morning, evening, afternoon, whenever you're listening, whenever you're docking in, we just want to thank you guys for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Um, and we want to thank you for that. Um, but also, we want to say, go and check out our social media, hit up our Instagram at Emmaus Road Youth if you have any questions, um, any suggestions for future podcasts. Why don't you drop us an email at youth at Um We love hearing what you want to do. Um, so, that is it for our podcast today, our final one of 2020. Mad. Mad. But, wow. Thank you. So we'll see you later. We'll see you in the new year. Bye. Bye. Bye.